Good evening. This is actually our take two, I believe, at Facebook Live this evening. Um, and, uh, and the first one, we had a te technical failure. Uh, hands up, more about the technical failure later, possibly why we had a technical failure this evening and what we're doing to resolve it. Um, my name is Rob Yates and this is Mark Hopkins. We are your founders of Tetricky and we are here to enable your business to go from good to great enable your career to go from uh, good to excellent or possibly even amazing. So sorry for the technical hitch, we're now going to go for time number two this evening, um, although this is number 16 of 260 Facebook live sessions that we're going to be giving you this year in 2017. And that equates to what I think is going to work out to be just over 3,000 minutes of free business growth content, business coaching and business leadership things for you. So um, uh, this evening. This evening, take two. Take two. Take two. Um, so we're going to be talking about um, finding and hiring A players. Um, it, it's, um, it's a critical part of any business. It's probably the one thing that in a small business as you're expanding, it's the one thing that you're probably most nervous about. Mm. Because it's that bit where you're taking that leap of faith, you're adding a, A, you're using your cash in a different way, B, you're now having a responsibility for someone else. So it's a really big step for a business owner. So it's really important that you go about it in a way that finds the A players. Cool. It doesn't allow you to settle. And, and in the corporate setting as well, if we go and think about that executive world, you think that, that those people you recruit to your team that you lead or manage are, are your representatives um, of who you are as a leader in possibly an audience of several thousands of people. Whatever they do reflects on you. So yet again, the impact of how you hire uh, and find a players is ginormous, potentially on your future career as an executive. So uh, before we go any further, your ticket to the game for these sessions is the same as normal. It's really, really simple. We ask you to be a leader yourself and click share and click share and once more and click share. And, and then we'd like you to click like and, um, and if you're on medium, please press the, the heart button. Um, Don't forget the book. Oh, and what's book? We've got a book. We have a book. So please uh, download the book, The Profitable You to Unstoppable Success, and keep an eye out for the website we're going to be launching called uh, ProfitableU.com. And uh, 1st of March, we're hoping to launch our our new ebook, which is going to be bigger and better. Yep, bigger and better, new content, slap up to date, new activities for you to do. And as somebody who's downloaded this book, you will get a two-week head start on your competition and on the rest of the world on downloading this book before everybody else. And this book's free again. And these books free. In fact, not for I, much longer though. Not for much longer. In fact, I think we might have a book for sale on Amazon in possibly June this year. And even that, I think we're going to charge $2 for or something like that. So um, uh, yeah, give us gain is, uh, is part of our business methodology for this year. So um, Mark, finding and hiring A players. I mean, why would you want to bother with that? So how would you feel if someone was representing your business to your customers and was doing it grudgingly, who was a little bit annoyed, didn't really want to be there? What kind of message is that sending to your customers? It's not sending the customers 
message that your brand is something that is inspiring to them, is something that they want to purchase, is something that you want to partner with. And as every business we want, we want advocates of our brand. We want people mm -hmm. to go away and sing and dance about the product they've bought from us. So why wouldn't you go and look for an A player? Why wouldn't you want somebody who's as passionate as you as a business owner about your product? Well, completely. And, and often we find um, uh, either large corporations or small or medium-sized businesses have glowing products um, that maybe sit up here somewhere, and yet the people within the business are, are not as good as the product. And so the people then bring this product down to their own level and take something which has its own level of genius, its own level of massive value, uh, and diminish it the, the entire time. I think the, the other thing to, to consider as you go down your recruitment strategy is where do you want to be spending your time? If you're recruiting A players and you've done it in a way that we'll walk you through in a second, in a way that really makes sure they can hit the ground running from day one, then you as your business owner are still spending your time, which is valuable, on things that's growing your business. Mm. Whereas if you're settling for a B or C kind of player, where do you think your time is going to be spent then? It's, well, it's, it's probably going to be spent managing, micromanaging, checking up on those people, rework the bane of everybody's life. I spoke to two guys today who reckon in 2016 they spent 60% of their time on rework. 60% of a year on rework. So where do you as a business owner want to be investing your time? And, and so here's the thing, how do you recruit at the moment? Just stop and think about it. Now we're gonna, we're gonna have a bit of a guess, but, but we're gonna guess that you uh, use a recruitment agency or have a, an HR department advertise or you advertise somewhere and, and you put out this specification that's a bit woolly, says part about what you want the person to do, but nobody really understands that bit, has got some uh, essential qualifications and criteria and some desirable things. And as somebody then who does hire, you end up with this big stack of paper uh, called often CVs or application forms, full of um, qualifications you probably don't understand. And certainly for our next job uh, that we're, we filled, and I'll take you through the process we used, um, I wouldn't understand the qualifications this person's got. It's not even relevant to me. What I need them to do is do the job reliably, consistently, and to a high quality. And so, uh, so we're going to guess you go through or would go through a process like that. You might get some psychometrics, yep. which we all know there's lies, lies, and more psychometrics. Um, and, and what do these things really, really, really mean? And um, some of the biggest corporations in the world at this point in time are, are stopping you being able to put your academic qualifications on your job application form unless it's legally required. So like a chartered accountant, a lawyer, one of those sorts of legally required qualifications. Um, uh, because all they're interested in is how somebody going to get the job done. Well, I read a really interesting article about MBAs, so we won't go on to that here. <laughs> They were saying, well, what the, the, what the MBA do? It allows you to put three letters after your name, but what do people observe from you after you do the MBA? Mm -hmm. Do they actually observe you? Do you, say, do you walk differently? Do you talk differently? That's the credit of what we're doing. That's the same thing with recruitment. What you want from somebody who is going to, you're going to get the A player in, who is going to walk like you want them to walk. He's going to talk how you want them to talk. He's going to be passionate about your product. Exactly. So, um, so here's some useful things. You can copy this strategy, what, what, we, what we use in Tetrakey um, and our other businesses. Uh, but here's some useful practical things that, that we believe you should and could be doing um, 
to, to get in A players into your business. Um, and the, the first series of things is work out really what is the need? What do you need this person to do? And, and often that means you need to go and look in a small business at yourselves uh, and in larger businesses at your team and look at about what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses and, and what are you going to need this person to do on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis? Are you going to need somebody who's happy to sit and just grind with uh, figures? the entire time. Just put figures into databases, press go, so on and so forth. Or do they need a level of creativity, energy, imagination, desire? Um, what is it that, that you need? And I, I think about that in twofold. You've got the need in terms of the tasks, but again we know as human beings if you get given a list of tasks it's a tip box exercise. Mm. To how to take that to the next level is if you can articulate the accountabilities that that person is going to do. You're now also giving a good insight to that person. So as we go through the process, we'll share what we've done and the kind of conversation we have. But if you can articulate the accountabilities, the people who are applying are the people who are comfortable to actually take accountability for something. It's not just delivering a task, it's leave. Because again, what we don't want to do, our time's valuable. We don't want to be looking over their shoulders, seeing if they've done their task. We want to say, here's your accountabilities, off you go. That's it. So the next thing we want to do is we want to go and make the recruitment process now as realistic to the job role that somebody will be doing uh, if they were to come on board and work for you, as closely linked as possible. And so the, uh, the latest person we've recruited is a full-time web graphic designer. She starts in 10 days' time or... As you said, not soon enough. Not soon enough. Um, and, and so what do we go about doing in, in recruiting her? Well, I put an advert, on a paid-for advert on Facebook, um, targeted at Johannesburg, because that's where I want to work. I, I want her to be partly virtual uh, and partly present with us, so we can actually sit down with somebody and, and, and work with them. And um, I gave four key accountabilities of what we would need the person to do. At this point in time, we didn't ask for anything technical, any qualifications. What we asked them to do is to do a, a YouTube video and produce a written digitised form of media um, in, in terms of applying for the job and send it to us. So what did that mean? Well, it meant I ended up with uh, a series of YouTube videos to watch. And for every YouTube video, I had something that was digitised. That, that came through to me and, and the people who I met for this job had their CVs and their experience and their portfolios on their own website. Aligned to what we wanted them Aligned to do. Aligned to what we wanted them to do, what we'll need them to do. Why would you employ a web designer? You can get a web design, a website for almost nothing these days. So why would you employ a, a web graphic designer who has a, uh, a Microsoft PowerPoint uh, CV that's all black and white in Times New Roman size 12 um, when somebody can demonstrate they've got a four-page website with a portfolio that's all active and they can use their smart devices well enough to produce a short YouTube video saying why it is that, the, that they should be interviewed and be considered for the job. What that allowed us to do is very very quickly use our time at our desk not to read nonsense but just to quickly go through and find three people we wanted to meet based upon those websites and the YouTubes. And let's think about this. 
If you want to recruit somebody in sales, and Craig, who's on here somewhere at some point in time today or tonight, we had a Facebook conversation today or yesterday about this recruiting salespeople. YouTube is a brilliant way of getting somebody to apply for a sales job. Because um, you think about your salesperson must be personable straight off the bat. So if they can't look good and sound good on, on YouTube, they won't look good and sound good to your clients. You've got to pick up on how energetic they are. Salespeople often spend a lot of time on, their road, on the road using smart devices. And, um, and therefore, if they can't use a, a Samsung Galaxy or an iPhone or a tablet of some sort to make a YouTube video, um, chances are they can't do their emails properly. They can't go and use Facebook properly. They can't do any of those other things as well. So we met with these three people and the next thing we did is, is we start upping the ante in terms of how hard it is to come and work for us. We only want people who are keen. And so we offered them all the opportunity to come and work for us um, based upon, and we were going to choose one, them building a website for us within a time frame that we were completely willing to pay for all three of them on completion at the time frame set. Now something really interesting happened at this point in time. One person said it wasn't for them instantly. Which is interesting because they just had to use some evening and weekend time to build a five page website and, um, and we were going to pay for the hosting and the web name and whatever else. So it was a no cost experience for them but they, they were out. And that's great for us. Yeah. Again, straight away we're getting rid of those people who are not aligned to our business principles. Yep. But the next person uh, just didn't meet any of the deadlines. So that's easy, they self-selected themselves out. And, and the third person who uh, is brilliant, um, we, we worked with, we, get, we worked on how she likes feedback best, and, and now we're starting on the 1st of February. And I've, I've worked in the corporate setting in the past and owned businesses in the UK. Mark's done the same previously. Um, this is the first time I've used this strategy. But previously, both of us would have spent hours wading through wadges of paperwork trying to work out who it was, sitting through those awkward interviews where you're not quite too sure what questions to answer. And even then, you ask the question and then you're trying to filter out what the answers are or are not. So, so the concept is try before you buy. Mm. And um, it's just a very silly example, but when you go to a restaurant and you order a steak, you don't pay for your steak before you got it. You get your steak, because if you want it rare, you want to have a rare steak. You don't mm. want to pay for a rare steak, and then a well-done steak comes up, because you're going to be pretty disappointed in what you're getting. So the same concept to that is you have your steak, and then when you like it and it's cooked properly, then you'll pay for it. So again, we want the people to come and work for us. We know the quality is there from day one. There may be some tweaking that needs to be done, but from day one, we want them to be maximising their time in our business. And so the, and this social media strategy can work even if you're in the corporate setting. Very many of our corporate clients have, uh, have cards, they have some form of discretionary spend. A Facebook advert isn't that hectic to spend, it doesn't cost that much, and, and quite literally, you could do something on Facebook signposting people to the HR department where your position is, is, is open. And many HR departments, although they don't like to admit it, will be flexible enough to engage with something different in terms of recruiting and selecting people. Um, because ultimately, the cost to the business of having B and C players is ridiculously high. Um, 
uh, and will those people will only ever damage your business. So go for the A players. Yeah, I've carried vacancies before for six, 12 months. Mm. I found people who probably were good enough for the job, but is good enough great enough? Mm. I'd much rather carry that vacancy because I know I'm going to have to spend three, six months working, training these people up who might never even get there, and then go through the process of going, well, you're not there now, so sorry, you weren't right for the business. And then I'm back to square one, having wasted three to six months of my time training someone up. So I'd much rather carry a vacancy and make sure I get the right person. That's it, that's it. So take your time. Um, in my opinion, make it as hard and as realistic as possible. Um, the, the easier you make it, the more noise you'll have to come out of it, and the more, when it's easy, your biases have a big impact as well, don't they? Yeah, it's always interesting how, um, and again, if I work in corporate spaces and other businesses, the leaders that you are inspired by are normally the leaders who have gone and recruited people who complement their skills. They're not copycats of them. So you won't find people who have got the, who have the same kind of people reporting into them and then all nodding dogs and saying yes sir, no sir, not challenging them. The real, real good leaders, the really inspiring leaders, the real business owners who are taking the business to new heights are those who are going out and finding the best players who can complement their skills, who can identify where that leader's blind spot is, mm -hmm. who has the, the strength of character to go to that leader and go, look, this is where I can help you, this is where I can support you, has the ability to go to and say, I know this is not something you really want to focus on, I want to take that on board for you. So again, it's when you interview people, do you interview them to make you feel good? <laughs> do you go and find the people who are most like you, who you can go and have a beer with afterwards and be really good mates? And that's really good in a social setting, but your business isn't a charity. It's your business. So you've got to find the people who are going to take your business to the next level. Don't find people who are just replicas of your personality. They've got to complement you. They don't have to copy you. Mm. Chances are in, in a lot of places, especially if you want somebody creative, um, a, a lot of people aren't signing on with recruitment agencies these days. They're there. They're on the media platforms. Uh, LinkedIn offers another great, in the corporate setting, offers another great recruitment um, tool. You can do LinkedIn adverts. Um, and these things don't cost you much to go and get the very, 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 very best. So that's it from us, us this evening. Um, take your time. Consider it deeply. Have a clear creative strategy with regards to getting A players into your business. And we promise you, if you find A players in your business, you know who they are because you never regret it. Um, tomorrow evening, we haven't worked out what we're talking about yet. Not yet. Not yet. So here's your opportunity. Write something in the comments box on this Facebook Live. Send us a, a message on our Tetraki Facebook page. Um, or email us info at tetrakey.com with an idea of a topic you'd like us to expand on, give you more insights in so that you can go and maybe make sense of it the day after. Um, if we don't hear from you, we're just going to go with something that makes us chuckle, I suppose, really. Tomorrow's um, another day. Tomorrow's another day. So, so that's it from us. Please go 